Welcome to Balance Boldly, the podcast where we get bold about our balance and campaign to shake the shame that stunts our growth. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, Balance and Relationship Advisor for Bold Women in Business and a Few Brave Men. This is a special four-part series that we have coming up right now. You're about to embark on our first compilation of the best of the best, where we take the narratives and solo casts that I've done, mixing with the greatest expert advice we have from our feature experts that we've had from Ballot's Beam Days, which you guys know was the first podcast a couple years ago, as well as Balance Boldly, some interview nuggets that I've done. We've just literally taken the best of the best and put them together in this special Dreamers and Doers series. This is for all of you bold women and brave men that are out there that are just trying to take that dream in your head, believe in it, plan for it, do it, and then preserve your success so you can start it all over again and do it at another level, a greater level, breaking free from all the expectations of everyone else that has a hold on you doing things the same way and getting the same result. So stay tuned and listen up because we're doing right now a four-part series for the dreamers and doers out there that are ready to embark on their bold and brave. Let's go. Back at in 2009, when I first had my vision, and it took me almost nearly two full years to step into myself and get to the, the place of being um, comfortable enough to at least jump and take a risk, which is when we started our business in 2011. And although I don't deal with that particular challenge anymore, there were a ton more that came after. Because now you're like, yes, I'm brave. You know, I did that one thing. And it's like walking in a pool or an ocean and not realizing what the drop will be. You're good because you feel good. Like, oh, yeah, I'm walking. And then you didn't realize there was like another three foot drop down and you weren't prepared for that. <laughs> um, and I think that those things come up, especially in business, but in life, period. I, no, I I think I could um, see where that would be a major benefit because you get to help people process the what ifs, right? Like you and I were talking about that before. Like what if you didn't not only choose to be brave enough to go into another door of a career because you could have stayed where you were and been struggling to pay your loans, you know what I mean, 12 yeah. years later, what if you yeah. didn't do that? But also, what if you didn't look at the deeper negative side that allows you to help people make those tough decisions at a difficult time? Inspired action. Yes. It matters. Think about the intention. Mm -hmm. Think about it. It's What would the action be without the intention? Right. You've already committed to it. So it's been inspired in you to do so. Mm -hmm. That's why I try to avoid using the word goals mm -hmm. because they have zero inspired action to it. They mm -hmm. really do because it's just written on paper. But the minute it sits with you, it resonates. It's in alignment with what you do. You're inspired by it. Yes, it becomes that intentional inspired action. And I remember when I first had my, you know, big, broad vision of where I eventually want the company to be, which we're nowhere near that point yet. But I remember the first um, immediate reality moment that I had was how does little old me, this little social worker at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia with all of the great love that I had in my work and all the things that I did, but I knew I was being called for something bigger than myself and bigger than the moments I was working in. How do I get from this little point way over here all the way to the other side and you know even what's the next first step and there was a lot of discomfort for me personally just going through that including just 
you know, I got to go home and share this with my husband who might look at me like I have lost my mind with all, you know, all the loans we had for school and all the time he dealt with the kids by himself because I was up, you know, late in classes and just everything that you sacrifice when you're going through school and you have a young family. And I'm talking multiple degrees and multiple certifications. So there was a lot that he kind of, quote unquote, put up with me with. And then I'm going to go home and say, and by the way, honey, I'm now going to put all of that aside and get ready for this unknown world. I mean, there was a big discomfort um, aspects hanging over over me in that moment, just at the thought of sharing this and wondering what his reaction would be and his expectation of me, just, you know, from that small moment. So I know there's a lot of that that happens for everyone. And I'm curious about when it's happened or if it's happened for you. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. You said a lot of things there. And, and I, 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 I agree with the challenges you're talking about. I mean, I, the initially you were talking about um, I want to I want to get to the point about your your husband or, or about you know the people in our lives, whoever they are in our lives, which is really important. But but earlier you also referenced an idea that that I write about as well about like the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like you said you said like little old me, right? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people a lot of people stepping into situations outside their comfort zone wonder about like little old them, you know, like <laughs> like, like who, who am I? you know, to be able to do this, you know, am I a poser? Am I not worthy? You know, I, I can't possibly be qualified, right? And, and people call it the imposter syndrome, but it's it's funny, again, it's, it's um, you know, I've written about this as well, and, and, and I've thought a lot about this, and I've seen it time and time again, and, you know, th- there's some ways to overcome the imposter syndrome. I write about it in my book, Reach. Um, you know, uh, you know, there, even though you might, you might feel like an imposter, there, there's some, there's actually some power in being a newcomer, right? Being a novice, you know, you, 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 you're not sort of, um, you can come to problems fresh. You don't have the assumptions of people who have been dealing with these things for a long time. You've got the kind of like an asset for creativity. And, and, and that's the thing that oftentimes makes a big difference. And, you know, that's important. And that's about stepping up and being the leader in your world, in your community, whether it's in your household. I always tell women that you are the lady boss of your home. So, but, but, but absolutely, I do not think that everyone, even though I wrote a book about stepping outside your comfort zone, everyone should not just immediately try to jump off cliffs and step outside their comfort zones. I mean, you have to, you have to customize it for, for, for what and when it works for you, right? And, and so, for example, you know, just for, for me, like with, without my family it was just not the right time you could have been in a position where you say well i i kind of know everything that i need to know i don't need to hear anything again but you allowed yourself to have a deliberate moment with someone that you felt was valuable and worthy enough in energy space at least to bring into your realm and say let's have a conversation and organically see where it goes i'm sure when you sat at that dinner you didn't necessarily know that eight months later this is what it would look like or you know or whatever and that matters for us there are so many of us that are in our heads like oh well you know I'm a business coach so I know I'm a success coach so I know I'm a professional I don't know accountant so I know you know I don't need to yes you do every coach needs to be coached every advisor needs to be advised every teacher needs to be taught every student needs to be in a classroom you know like it's the reality of who we are you can't walk in a bubble and say oh i already know it i'm sure you know you've heard it before but maybe you need to hear it again most of my clients are coming through the 
you know, I'm just trying to build my business. I'm trying to build my career to go to the next level. And I've had people say to me multiple times, I'm too focused on building my business or building whatever it is, their career, their profession, than I can on balance right now. And I hear it a lot. So I typically say things like building business with balance so you can handle and manage everything that's coming. But part of that is by taking a deeper dive. So I use my clinical that way. It's taking a deeper dive at what is your relationship with money? Why do you feel an urgency in one area and not in another? And sometimes it's the urgency to make the money, but not necessarily the urgency to manage it, you know, to do it well. When you're stepping outside your comfort zone, you know, I talk in my book, um, Reach, about, you know, kind of everyday acts of courage, you know, stepping up to give a speech, um, you know, being assertive, speaking your mind, speaking up at a meeting, um, networking when it's uncomfortable for you. But, you know, the, some of the some of the grander situations like you're talking about or, you know, like like leaving your job and, and making, you know, and, and trying something completely new, which, of course, is a big potential strain on your family. And I think it's really important. To, you know, these are not you're, you're, when you do that, you know, when you're when you're trying to make small talk or network or speaking in public, you know, that's kind of on you. But when you're making a life decision that impacts your family, your kids, your 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 spouse, you know that that's that's a family decision. I'm just I'm so grateful and so fortunate that I get to have this experience. And I never, if I had stayed and tried to keep you know fighting hard to be that professor, I I never would have gotten this opportunity. So true. You had to learn how to what is it? Uh, hire slow, fire quick. You had to do that with yourself. <laughs> With the career. I mean, seriously, because you still could have went down that path and eventually ended up here, but you would have not had the same type of momentum or maybe even energy left to really invest in your your new career, your second career, the way that you would have had you not, you know, been drained because you were trying to hold on so much to, you know, that idea of being Professor Lee's, which you could still do, by the way, if you wanted to adjunct, but you know what I mean. <laughs> and you're running the show. So step up to, the, to it, you know, have a little emotional maturity with it and drop the drama and be able to be compassionate about the way you approach situations and show up authentically. I always say that. And then everything kind of falls into place. You have to almost talk to your future self, like leave notes for your future self. So you want to like work with trusted advisors, right? Work with coaches, therapists. Um, attorneys, financial advisors, and then leave notes to your future self, whether it's about your money, your relationships, your business. So that way, when your future self is in an emotional state, you're able to still have some moments of clarity. You know, the perspective, and you started with talking about perspectives from the perspective that you have as a being in society, but people have really interesting views of entrepreneurship. And what that looks like, you know, when you're in school for four years, two years, eight years, paying somewhere between 15 and $40,000 a year, if you're lucky to do that, no one asks you about your failures. How many classes have you had to repeat? How many times have you almost barely got through class? How many, you know, times you skip class to, to chill with whoever you chill with, but because you made it through the semester, no one's questioning your kind of non-productive days, right? Like it, it just looks really, really different when you're doing something that society has received as acceptable. Even those who study the concept, it's called loss aversion. And the fear of loss dramatically outweighs um, what they think they're going to gain on the upside. 
knowing and doing are two very different things because you know you should do it. You watch enough Grey's Anatomy to know it, but <laughs> right? But you don't necessarily do it because you have this this sensibility that happens and occurs over us so that it keeps us moving forward day to day and doesn't pull us into the negative or the pessimistic thoughts that you, you just know you're going to wake up tomorrow, which isn't necessarily the case. You know, you're not alone. You're not the only person who feels this way. And I think sometimes that's, that's, it's, it's, it's good to normalize that, right. To, to, to make that, to, to not feel, I think a lot of people sometimes think, oh my gosh, it's just me who feels this way, but no, it's absolutely not just you. So I just wanted to highlight that since I know you talked about that earlier and other things too, but I think that's really important for people to hear. Invest in you. You're the greatest asset. Invest always in yourself. And, you know, this is such a powerful message that I've brought into 2017 for myself is um, time is such a uh, precious commodity. Yes, it is. And the way you position yourself from the minute you wake up, the time that you use, using it wisely, making sure that you're being strategic about everything and that you are leveraging the right people, the right ideas. It's you, it's all you, it's all yours for the taking. Success is yours for the taking. It's about time that we stepped up to that instead of uh, pushing a product or pushing something that's not in alignment with who we really are. So that, that comes to bringing up about leadership. Whatever it is you're passionate about right here, right now, in this moment, make it happen. Make the first steps that you need to towards that goal. All right? But I always have to go back to this. Do the work. If there's fears that are kicking in, you got to do the work first. And then you got to clear out the clutter, you know, peel away the layers. And everything is going to shine through so authentically and so powerfully. And you'll know because of the way you feel. If you're ready to take inspired action, you're ready to hit the ground running, Mm-hmm. You're excited about it. You know that the time is right. You've done some of the work. And then everything or every step is going to come naturally. That timing is really important. And you want to, you know, you want to, you can never guarantee anything in life really. But what you can do is you can set up the conditions that make it more likely that you're going to be successful. You know, and, and so, 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 so that's what you can do. And I think timing is one of those conditions that you can, you know, play with to increase the odds of success you're not trying to create a podcast or a business just for people to kind of say oh i I knew that guy i know that thing he did but they're also walking past you in the street when you're like trying to figure out how to keep your lights on that's not what you're doing you're in a you're in a training ground the same as we are we were in a training gown and our company is almost well we're five and a quarter (laughs) five and a quarter years old or almost six years old um and a lot of the first six months we failed horribly you know we and i tell this story all the time we lost a hundred thousand dollars really really fast it wasn't a slow failure it was a fast hard talk about getting your teeth knocked out failure and it taught us way more than i will honestly say with my many degrees and my many certifications and all the loans that i still owe back on school i learned more in that first six months to a year than I did in my 12 plus years of school. And it was because I got a chance to learn about me. Don't rush the process because believe me, that boomerang will come back and hit you, knock you on your keister faster and at the worst time possible than you can ever have imagined. And you will feel like you're going back 25 steps instead of maybe just two or three steps because of what you skipped trying to, you know, rush the process because you were so 
entwined with the optics of a thing. You wanted something to look a certain way. You wanted to posture in order, you know, we were all taught, and I talk about this all the time, we were taught to dress for the job you want, not for the job you have. And, you know, position yourself in a certain way so that people could see your potential and not limit you to the possibility of right now because maybe they didn't feel that you were completely equipped for the task, for the job, for the project for the relationship, for whatever it was that that moment was calling for you. But if you skip and go too hard into that, if your posture, it becomes another personality, if you're dressing for the job you want and not the job you have is literally putting you into bankrupt or making you miss rent payments or child tuition payments, or you're not able to eat <laughs> because you're, you know, you're really off balance and how you're trying to show up for that future self that you want to embrace, you're really going to just, you're going to level yourself. And I don't mean leverage, it, which is propelling. You're going to level as in knock yourself backwards. And you have to be really mindful. You being this, um, this person of influence for others, you being able to create that impact, you being able to serve people uh, with love and compassion and, um, and you just become this person that, and people feel the energy. They feel the energy. They know it. They they like this is a person to follow. This this person is doing big things. So I always invite women to please step up to whatever it is you you want to do in your passion. Uh, step up to it, but do the work first. In today's world of instant gratification and McDonaldization and the Instagram generation, you know all that stuff where everything's about optics and let's take a picture of the plate of food, let's take a picture of the restaurant, let's take a picture of all of these things. Uh, people's patience for their life dream is not necessarily the same as it used to be, and that can pull up another level of discomfort or, on the opposite side, making people feel limited that they're it just will never happen. I hope you guys enjoy that. I want to take a moment and thank you, our listeners, for taking a moment out of your day and allowing me to plant positive seeds in your life, your relationships, and your business. As always, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and share this podcast to help us ensure that the bold and brave have access to these valuable balance tools. If you are not already a member, come on over and join the community of investors who have decided to see into themselves and balance boldly. Learn how to maximize your potential and your profits over at the Dreamers Blueprint, a community designed for bold women and brave men who are ready to balance all all that matters boldly in their life. Follow me at Balance Boldly on Twitter and IG and come and engage with me. I continue the conversation over here from our virtual kitchen at Balance Boldly right over there on social media. And for those of you who are already in the pilot phase of the Dreamers Blueprint as we're opening our doors, are about to open our doors, to the main, you know, shebang of the Dreamers Blueprint, you already know that we're already carrying these conversations in really powerful and intimate ways. And now we're about to let other people that are also claiming to be bold and brave, ready to move beyond their dream and into this new level and new phase into their lives to join in on the conversation and have a community of accountability, holding them to the integrity of the things they said that they want to achieve in their lives. So if that's you, come on over and join us there at dreamersblueprint.com as well. Until then, I will see you next time on the next side of Balance Boldly podcast. So enjoy the balance of your day, but do it 
boldly. 